0: Hey loves, what's going on? How y'all doing? So welcome to Galaxy Vibes. I am Sabrina, y'all know who I am. What's going on y'all? So all of you guys who have not been here before, I want to extend my warmest welcome to you guys. Welcome, how y'all doing? Hey, hey, come on in. For those of you who have been here, my Galaxy Vibers has been vibing with me since the beginning of us for a little while. Hey y'all. How y'all doing? I love y'all. Thanks for coming back <laughs> to listen to me speak. This has been um this is we're diving deeper, y'all. We're diving deeper into some subjects that a lot of people don't like trading upon, okay? Including myself, but it must be done you can do this so this in this episode we're going to talk about food addiction if you haven't um checked out the last episode we were talking about um shame so you might want to go back and check that out so like i said this one is uh food addiction you can also link shame to food addiction because who are we child (laughs) i know i have dealt with food addiction i still am dealing with it. it is sometimes it's something that you can't just um it doesn't just go away overnight this is something that is one of the hardest things to um shake and get rid of because it's actually like an, a real addiction it's like a drug addiction um it's mental as well so let's just dive deep okay because this this one is not going to be a long episode it's going to be a rather short one so yeah all right so let's talk about what food addiction is okay food addiction um it's a compulsive or uncontrollable urge to eat food that does not relate to feelings that does not relate to feelings of hunger this behavior may occur in response to emotions such as stress, sadness, and anger. So basically, what they're saying is as a definition that this um, addiction is, is related to your emotions. Okay. Everything trauma traumatic it has a side effect. Okay. And Food addiction just so happens to be one of those side effects, okay? So, it's food addiction is an eating disorder, okay? So, there are different types of eating disorders, but with food addiction, it's like roughly three types of addictions, okay? And we're going to talk about that. This is something that um a lot of people deal with way more than you would actually think a lot of people deal with food addiction even if like some people think that only big people um have food addictions but i know quite a few smaller framed people who have food addictions as well they just Their bodies just, you know, metabolize faster. You know, they break down food a little bit faster. or they might work out as well. But I know a few people who have eating disorders, you know. It doesn't really matter. Food addiction is a food addiction, okay? So don't feel like... They just tend to put it out there like only people who are um, bigger people have food addictions. And that's totally farther the furthest thing from the truth okay so let's talk about some signs of having a food addiction and the first one is you can end up eating more than planned when you start eating certain foods um also you can keep um eating certain foods even if you're not hungry anymore and that's one of the most common things um just eating when you're no longer hungry. Like you say you have, um, because this is something we're taught when we're little, you better eat all that food. You better finish your plate. You better, we are pushed to, because sometimes you can't, a parent really can't tell if a child is really full or not. They don't care. They don't want you to waste food. So they'll tell you eat all your food, even if you're not hungry anymore, even if you're stuffed. And then we carry that into adulthood because we might see, some, like, we might get, our eyes might be bigger than our stomachs, and we might get some food, and like, okay, I can't waste this food, I have to eat all this food, or it's like, okay, it's no point of me not taking these last three bites, or five bites, or whatever, um, I don't want to throw this away, or I spent too much money on this food to throw it away, but sometimes it's just the fact that we just want to, it's good, but even though we're not hungry, it's still good to us, and we want to finish our food. Anyway, so another point is you can eat until the point of feeling ill. Like I said, stuffing your body to the point of you being so full, you feel sick. I've been there. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> Woo, child. There is nothing like being sick. Like eating so much to the point where you get sick. That's the most miserable feeling ever. If you, if you feel me. Then you know okay so um also you can um when we have this disorder we worry about not eating certain types of foods um or we obsess about cutting down on certain types of foods so it's like it's a disorder like you really don't want to like you obsess over eating things like you deprive yourself from you try to tell yourself i'm not gonna have this i'm not gonna eat that but just to say that it makes it worse like you really have an addiction that's like someone saying like a a, um someone who's on dope okay and they just out the blue like i'm not gonna touch it they are really an addicted like they're really addicted like it's strong it's not like you know a little bit it's real strong like they it's uncontrollable and they're like oh no i'm not gonna have no dope and then somebody brings some dope around it's like oh no no thank you I, w- I won't have any of that I can't make I can't do this I can't but then you think about it and those cravings come the more you deprive yourself from something the more you're gonna want it okay you can't tell your brain you can't have that you can't do that what you should really do is say okay instead I'll have this if you're craving, say you're craving some chips, which I'm still working on that because, yeah, I've done them before, but it's really hard. Um, but anyway, say you be craving some chips or something. Instead of getting those chips, you can find a healthier substitute or alternative for having those chips, you know, and you can eat something else. That's just as satisfying as eating those chips. Maybe you're you like the crunch. Find something with the same kind of crunch or with the same kind of taste, you know, texture or whatever it is that you love so much, you know. So, yeah, um, worrying about, um, like, cutting down on food, its it's nothing wrong with that. You just have to do it in a healthy way. You have to do it in a healthy way because if not, you're going to go back to it and it's going to be worse than before. You're really going to binge eat, okay? It's just... So let's talk about the different types of food addictions. So, like I said, we're, we're gonna talk about three main types of food addictions today. Um, let's see, we're gonna go over overeating first. Um, overeating is very common. Um, it's something that a lot of us tend to do okay no 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 cap as the kids say (laughs) this is when you have to finish your food regardless of the portion size okay it does not matter what the portion size is you have to finish your food like you was uh, instructed to do when you were a little kid finish your food. You better eat all that food on your plate, or else you're going to get this, you're going to get that. Blah, blah, blah. Alright? And after you do that, after you eat all your food on your plate, no matter how you feel, you get those feelings of being uncomfortable. You, Some folks, you know, you got to unfund them pants. You got to take them pants off. You might have to, you know, you can't, can't wait to get home take these pants off. You can't breathe. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're so uncomfortable. And you might experience shame you might also feel guilty because you know you're like man dang man I shouldn't have ate all that food I, I I could have just you know threw those last three bites away or I, I like say if you have a box of pizza and it's two slices left and you don't want to just waste the pizza you are good you was good with your two slices you didn't have to eat those other two slices you just did it because it was there you know you just overeating you feel shameful about it and guilty because you did it um and like i said you're gonna feel really uncomfortable but don't worry like if if you do do some things like that you can always like go for a walk um like i said you can go for a walk walk that food off you know if you overeat This is something that will really help you, um, to battle that, those feelings of shame and guilt and, you know, things like that. And overeating is not, it's not something that's, um, like, it's not something that's really, um, alarming because like I said, a lot of people do it. It might be a small portion that you overeat or it could be a large portion that you overeat. But this is not typically something that's done, um, every day, so... Let's talk about emotional eating, and this is something that really triggers me, because I am definitely an emotional eater, um, or a compulsive eater, binge, a.k.a. binge eater, but right now we're going to talk about emotional eating, so when you um, emotionally eat, this is a, a go-to coping mechanism, and this is when you eat when you're stressed, you're upset, you're angry. You're lonely, you're tired, you're bored. Um, when you're eating this food, it feels so good at the time. Like It's like, oh, yes. You will be craving something. And when you get it, it's like, oh, Lord, it's so good. Oh, man. Oh, child, yes, that's what I needed. I've been craving these wings. so I've been craving this cake. And now that I have it, I'm about to tear this cake up. It's about to be amazing. You're not thinking about the weight you're gonna gain. You're not thinking about your blood sugar going up, or you're not thinking about your, your the calorie intake, high blood pressure. You're not thinking about the sluggish feeling. None of that stuff. You're not thinking about that. You think about getting in there and getting it and getting it. That's what you're thinking about. The taste. That's what you're thinking about. The high that you feel because it does your brain releases uh dopamine and serotonin um like a dope it's like a dopamine and serotonin like it's chemicals the feel-good chemicals they release those those chemicals in your brain and it's like oh man it's like a drug literally but the moment after mm -mm -mm. the talk of shame that you give yourself is you feel horrible like I didn't even need that why am I eating this like I'm contributing to my um downfall I shouldn't have ate that but it's like an instant rush that you get especially when you feel triggered your emotions are triggered you automatically look for the thing that brings you the most comfort and for some people, I know for me personally, it has been food, okay? And I've mentioned in other episodes I've had food issues or food addictions and things like that, eating disorders or whatnot. Like food was is definitely a comfort for me. So um and it's not enjoyable. It's not enjoyable. Um an enjoyable feeling okay so to help with emotional eating we have to learn how to identify our triggers our emotional triggers and we need to make a list of things that trigger us or situations people that trigger us places that trigger us feelings that make us uncomfortable that make us turn to eating to feel comfortable um You know, and like I've always preached or taught or whatever or spoke about this. It is everything to do with your past. It has everything to do with the learned behaviors from your past. You have to reach back because sometimes you don't have triggers for no reason. Your triggers come from past events. If you didn't have past events, you would not have triggers. Okay. You wouldn't. You just would not. We have to learn how to go back into our past, dig deep, and to figure out why we feel the way we feel. We have to do that, because if we don't do that, we'll, we'll just keep getting triggered over and over again. You can even go to therapy. But if you don't handle, um, they can give you all kinds, because they do have medication for, for um, food disorders or eating disorders and things like that. But if you don't deal with the problem, You'll never have a solution, okay? They can give you all the pills they wanna give you. You will still have that problem buried deep inside you. And then, you say you can't afford those pills no more, you're gonna go right back to binge eating. Say you go to therapy, but you don't touch on the past. You don't bring up the past. You just talk about, oh yeah, I like to eat. And they say, okay, pick a salad instead of, uh, uh, instead of chips. That does not work, like, it does not work. It just does not, it, it doesn't work, okay? So, um, let's talk about compulsive eating, aka binge eating. So, this is when you feel um, compelled to eat when you aren't even hungry, okay? You can't stop eating. You just constantly, compulsively eat. If y'all have ever watched the show, My 600 Pound Life, well, I'm not trying to, like, put nobody down, talk about nobody, but... I'm just giving you an example. Like it's a lot of people on there, and I know some people who aren't a bigger, you know, of size. You know, they can eat. They eat, 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 eat. Okay, eat. Um, it's people that cannot stop eating, even if they're not hungry. They're munching or grazing or having something to eat. They have uncontrollable cravings. The willpower is gone. Do you hear me? It's gone. It's like, but they cannot help this. This is not something that they can just turn on and turn off. They, a person who, um, is compulsive with their eating, they have to get help because if they do not get help, they will just keep compulsively eating. It's not. It's easy to say. Like some people think, it's just easy to say, okay, just you know, stop eating this fast or do this. It's not this simple, okay? And that's why I'm here to shed light on the situation because I was ignorant to a lot of things myself as well. And we can't, that's why it's it's, it's important for us to research certain things before we put judgment, place judgment upon other people or before we label other people or their situations. We have to do extensive research because you might be dealing with the same thing and you don't even realize it. Okay, so by consuming highly um, palatable foods or foods that are high in carbs, fats, salts, sugars, artificial sweeteners, this, these are are pleasure triggers. Okay, this, um, these things right here they trigger the dopamine. You know, they they trigger that that feel good release. You know what I'm saying? These things are very addictive. Um, sugars and salts and fats and artificial sweeteners and stuff like that. That's not natural. They they trigger the, the senses. Okay? So, that's why it's like, if you're a person who, who really is not into sweets, but all of a sudden you start eating sweets, it's like a drug. It's like you cannot stop eating sweets. You just can't. Until you really do something, something about it, okay? Um, it's good that we limit these things in our life, and I'm saying this to myself because I really do need to do that. So, how does this affect the body? You say? Let's take a look. So, um, this leads to several physical and emotional, um, social and social consequences. Such as digestive issues, heart disease, obesity, low self esteem, depression, isolation. Um, a food addict will often re engage in these uh, destructive behaviors, even in undesirable circumstances, due to the need for comfort, you know, for pleasure, for the, the feeling, the, that dopamine feeling, that that serotonin feeling. Like, you want that feeling. And you can... It can cause severe physical and psychological problems. And many people who have been struggling with food addiction for a long time... um, Keep their eating habits a secret. So, they may also be living with depression or anxiety... Which can contribute to the addiction, okay? So, a lot of people... Are you know food addicts and you would never know you would never know because like I said people who are addicted to food aren't always heavy you know um, and even if they are a lot of people who are heavier um, they keep growing and growing and growing they they hide away you would never know like because they hide you know um. Even if you gain, some people who even gain just a little bit of weight, they become insecure about it. It's like, dang, man, I, I didn't even realize this 30 pounds snuck up on me. I'm not going to be out about it as much as I used to be because people going to see that I gained a whole bunch of weight. And they're going to know I've been eating, okay? I've done this. I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, especially when you work hard to lose weight, then you, you know, gain a whole bunch of weight. Um, It's very disheartening to go amongst your peers, to go amongst people that, you know, um, are more fit than you or um, that will judge you for what your appearance is. But now I realize that I, I don't care as much anymore because it is what it is, you know. People are going to know regardless. And now I know that I is a disorder. That, you know, this, this is not something that... This is not something that I choose to just, you know, just do, you know. This is truly a psychological thing, you know what I'm saying? So much love to all the people that's out there going through this, who are dealing with food addictions are dealing with emotional eating or binge eating or they deal with compulsive eating like I said or they deal with um and some people they um bulimia has a lot to do with it too because some people binge eat just to purge it they binge eat binge eat binge eat binge eat and after they binge eat to get that high then they purge it because they don't want it to stick to them. But behind closed doors, they're eating whole boxes of pizza, whole ice cream, you know, cartons of ice cream, things like that. They get that high from it, they feel guilty, or they don't want it to stick, or they want people to know they're doing it, so they go ahead and throw that back up. So, I feel for people who, I feel more for people who have to feel like they have to do that. Because you really damage the inside of your body to keep, you know, throwing up and doing all that type of thing. You know, like, it's just really sad, um, and it's really painful, you guys, and it's also very um, frustrating, because you want to do right, you want to eat properly, you want to be healthy, you want to be strong and have strength, and you also um, want to be able to dabble, and dabble in the things that you really think that taste good, or you really like um every now and then and have control over what you eat and what you uh, drink or whatever but you know there's a will there's a way okay so you have to be able to fix your unhealthy relationship with me first of all and we've also always been taught that um Certain things are bad, like, oh, it's bad if you do this. It's bad if you do that. You should never uh, leave food on your plate. You should never throw away food. You should never do this. You should never do that. And so a lot of people got whoopings if they ain't get all their food. You know what I'm saying? So that's traumatizing in itself. And I sit there and I watch a lot of adults that will not waste food they won't do it it's like they it's like they could feel the, the whooping coming or they could feel the punishment coming for not eating their food even though they're grown and don't have nobody standing over them with a belt or you know putting them in, on punishment or whatever happened to them if they eat all their food and then they it's like they trip on their kids like you better eat every bite even though sometimes they might have gave them too much food you know, they still have that same stigma mentality, you know. Um, I used to be the same way with my kids, but now I realize like, okay. <sighs> you know, if you full if you truly are full and you don't want your food, we give our I give food to the animals. Like I'll take that food out there to the animals and give it to them, you know. They'll eat it. It's not going to waste. The animals out there in the wild they'll eat they'll definitely eat the food. You know, I'm not about to force my kids to overeat. And then they grow up with this with this addiction. And it causes all kinds of problems for them. Because it is depression associated with it. I've been depressed over eating food. It is self-esteem. Your self-esteem does ha- get affected by this. Because you could be doing good, working out, eating right. You looking good, feeling good, you feel amazing, and you relapse. You might eat a donut or something, or see somebody eating a donut that you used to, like, it's it's painful to, to relapse. And it's a slippery slope from there. It's really hard. Not impossible, but hard. Okay? So... This is real short, y'all. It's not really much to it. It's really just explaining, like, what, you know, some people go through and really just getting this off my chest and, you know, putting it out there and giving some information maybe to help somebody and let them know you're not alone. Like, you really aren't. And a lot of people eat emotionally. You know, they emotionally eat and don't even realize that they're doing it. They don't even realize that they're doing it. They don't know what it is or what it's called. They don't realize what it is. I had no idea that I was an emotional eater. If somebody would tell me that, I'm like, man, I don't eat eat my emotions. What? that's exactly what I was doing. That's exactly what I did. I was I was eating my emotions, and my feelings. Because when I was younger, I used to hide my emotions and i would eat food because it felt good it was good to me that was my way of releasing you know what i'm saying so yes it is all right so let's talk about some tips to stop people from eating okay let's talk about some tips so i have not tried this yet but i've heard this is very um helpful is to keep a food diary you can write down what you eat how much you eat when you eat um how you're feeling when you eat and how hungry you are okay um when you when you're eating so you can try your best to write that down just to keep up with what you're eating and hold yourself I guess accountable for what you put in your mouth okay so also taming the stress in your life helps with emotional eating and i can honestly say this is true when you eliminate most of the stress in your life you really um don't have a reason to eat as much because when i'm super stressed out i do find myself wanting sweets um my brain wants the sugar high you know i want that sugar that sugar not that booger sugar but that, 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 that sugar, sugar, okay? Um, you can get some support, you know. Um, if you are used to dealing with your emotions on your own, you know, behind closed doors by yourself, try your best to get some help. Talk to Even if it's just talking to somebody that you trust, that'll help you get those emotions out instead of holding it in and, wanna, you know, wanting to, to either suppress the feeling or to um get high so you won't have to deal with the emotions, okay? Fight boredom. Sometimes people emotionally eat when they're bored because they're bored. They don't have nothing else to do. It's like, what else do I need to do besides eat? Okay? Find something to do. <clears throat> Take away your temptation. So say like, and sometimes it's hard because it's been situations where I don't throw away all the stuff that's not good for me. But I still got keys and I still got a car and I still got money to go get the stuff, okay? So we have to find ways to eliminate. Um, and then sometimes, like, I would be like, okay, I'm not gonna drive my car, I'm not gonna waste my gas. I'll walk to the store and go get me a Debbie cake, okay? Do you hear me? Walk. Just, I'm like, well, this is, I'm killing two birds in one stone, I'm exercising, but I'm still going to get that Debbie cake. So take away the temptation. But also, don't deprive yourself. Like, don't be like, you can't have nothing. Designate a day. Even start out, like, you can baby step it. Start out with, like, at least two days a week. You can designate a cheat day. A day where you can have a certain thing. You might get treat yourself to a donut. Or you might treat yourself to a slice of cake. Or something like that. Or um, a cup of ice cream. You know, it's safe to have a cup of vanilla ice cream. It's not if you eat dairy, because I, I don't with the dairy, but anyway, um, or whatever, a bag of chips or something, you know, whatever, whatever your poison is, so, um, if you need, to, and you also can practice, um, badly emotional eating by, if you must snack, if you must graze, it, make sure it's something healthy, because, or like some grapes or something, like, You really just want to graze on some, graze on some grapes, graze on some healthy popcorn or, you know, stuff that don't have calories or sugars or fats or things like that. That's going to add to the misery. You feel me? Okay. So that's eight tips and clues to deal with emotional eating. So these are next. We're going to talk about some tips to help fight boredom eating. Okay. You can um, prep meal prep. Plan your meals, plan what you're gonna eat. That way you won't get bored and just eat anything, you know. Um, Brush your teeth in between meals, you know, things like that. So, you know, when you first brush your teeth, you do not want no food. I don't know who does, but I know me, I cannot. Like, if I brush my teeth, I don't wanna turn around and eat no food. Nah. That peppermint taste, or that, you know, no, okay. So that you know, I might try that, y'all. Okay. Set yourself. Um, set up some daily, achievable tasks for yourself. Something that you can achieve. This will help you fight boredom. Like make a checklist of things that you might want to do. And you know, set to stick to that. Chew gum. This definitely helps to fight boredom. Chew some gum. Keep your mind off of... But sometimes they say gum makes you hungry. But most of the time when I chew gum, I'm not hungry. I'm just I'm concentrating on chewing that gum. So that might work. So give your hand something to do. Pick up a hobby. Um, just find something to do so you won't be bored and want to sit around and eat, okay? Carry a drink bottle with you. So drinking a lot of water... Most of the time, if we, when our brain tells us we're hungry, we're really thirsty. So you might think you're hungry, but you're really just thirsty. So try to sip on water, you know, at least a bottle of water in an hour a day. Like try to sip as much water as you can throughout the day. Go for a walk if you're bored. Like if you have the means to do that, or you can do that, you have the flexibility to get out and walk, try that, okay? So we should fix our unhealthy relationships with food, you know, give yourself unconditional permission to eat. Don't think. Okay. So if you have a food addiction, don't, don't beat yourself up about food. Like, oh, this is horrible. Like I said, when you try to deprive yourself, when you try to deprive yourself, you make it worse. Okay. Give yourself permission to eat. It's okay to eat. But just be mindful of what we eat and how we eat, you know. Eat when you're, only eat when you're hungry, you know what I'm saying? So, if you're not hungry, you shouldn't be eating. You just shouldn't be. I know it's hard. But that's how you're going to help fix a relationship with food. You can practice mindful eating, like eating when you know you're hungry. Or when you set a specific time to eat. Welcome all foods in your diet. So don't be foodist. <laughs> don't be foodist. Okay. So don't try to box nothing out. Like I said, you can mute, designate, or de, not designate, designate <laughs> certain days for cheating. You know, um, having whatever you, your heart desires. Okay, and mind your plates. So make sure you watch out what you're eating. Watch out your portion sizes and things like that. And if you feel like you're full and you got, like I said, you got five bites left, let them five bites ride. You hear me? Let them ride. It's not that serious. So. Y'all, so we pretty much summed up this whole little situation here. You know, eating, food addictions is real, y'all, and it's serious, and I really, like I said, I really hope the people who are dealing with food, serious food addiction, they do get some help, um, and they do know that, you know, there's nothing wrong with you, it's just, you know, your emotions, or boredom, or whatever, whatever it is is causing this, it's not your fault, like, you can it's not something you just came up with. It's it's a coping mes- mechanism. It's a way to deal with the things that you have dealt with. You know. So it's always if you but if you subscribe to this um, healing with crystals, I have a few crystals that will help uh, with food addictions. Okay. So you can always get a crystal called blue appetite. And blue appetite is a hunger suppressant stone this stone helps to reduce cravings for unhealthy foods to keep you on track and what I have I need to explain something that I really haven't explained in a while you can program the crystals that you get so if you get a crystal you can um, put it in your hand to infuse your energy and you can program the crystal and say hey I need, blow your breath on it to put your, infuse your spirit into it and say, hey, I need you to help me suppress my, um, hunger. I need you to reduce the cravings, you know, that I have for unhealthy foods. I need you to help keep me on track. And you can put this thing, you can wear it as jewelry, you can keep it in your pocket or you can meditate with it, um, whenever you feel the urge or, or things like that. So, um, that's how you use, because some people are like, what you just, I just sit it there, or you can program your crystal. You can charge it with your energy, and you can program it to to be as to be of use to you in any way that you program it to be. Okay, so you can also use agate. Agate stops, um, you know, an unhealthy appetite. This will suppress your appetite. You need to overeat. Amethyst will help you with cravings, okay? Amethyst is a really good healing crystal as well, and it it will help you to heal the the food addiction that you're having, okay? So you can program that crystal as well to help you with not only healing but help you with your cravings. So clear quartz helps you with distractions, okay? Helps you from mindless mindless eating. You know what I'm saying? Just eating Just distracted eating. Just eat. So rose quartz will help you calm down and to, you know, not feel so anxious. Or when you're triggered, you can hold you the piece of rose quartz in your hand. Or you can put it close to your heart so you can calm down, you know. It's going to help you to feel um, more centered in your heart space. Things like that. So. You can get neon appetite, and this will help you give you a deeper understanding or deeper inner knowing or understanding, is this is going to help you to um, realize that to be mindful of the, you know, your triggers or to be mindful of your eating habits and things like that. So turquoise is really good uh, with weight loss. It will definitely help you with weight loss. Like I said, you can always program your crystals to help you do achieve the goals that you want to achieve okay so family let's go over some affirmations okay like i said this is a quick one today y'all this is really quick compared to normal well i ain't that quick but you know 10 minutes over or under so um let's talk about some affirmations so affirmations are it's really going to help you with your mind if you're new here affirmations really help you psychologically it helps to reprogram your mindset to um put you on a better path than what you're already on and this is because your subconscious mind and even your conscious mind deals heavily with how you see yourself or the things that you do on a daily basis It, it really does so if you think in your mind I'm broke, you're going to be broke. If you think in your mind I'm rich, you're going to be abundant. Okay? So, um, take a deep breath, guys. <sighs> I don't have my bill. But anyway, you can either follow along with me. Like, I'll give, I'll pause after each one so you can say it with me. You can write it down, you can run it back. Or you can just listen and let me and just soak in, soak in this information. Okay? Um, try to say them at least three times in your head, like if you do it by yourself, because it's going to make it stick in your subconscious. Anyways, let's go. I happily nourish my body and receive full satisfaction from moderate meals. I welcome all my feelings knowing they guide me to my true self. I deserve love and respect as I am. I enjoy excellent health. I have abundant energy. I am healthy. I trust my own process. I am not my eating disorder. I accept and experience all of my feelings. I will be gentle with myself if I ever get stuck. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, happy folks. So this is the end of the line right now. Um, Also, you guys can find all those crystals, the information on Google, YouTube, wherever, whatever source you choose to use. You can also find affirmations for food addictions or for emotional eating and things like that you can always find those affirmations you can print them out put them on your wall just choose to listen to you can listen to affirmations you can go on youtube and you can listen to certain affirmations on repeat as you i recommend you do it while sleeping because it's going to be programmed into your brain as you sleep okay so um You can do it while you're up, while you're meditating, things like that. It doesn't matter while you're in the car. If you're going somewhere, you have your headphones in, you can, you know, supercharge your subconscious by listening to those type of affirmations. Okay. So, anyway, guys. So, this wraps it up. I pray that everyone who's dealing with this type of situation, including myself, that we get through this, okay? And we get the help that we need and we get the... The proper we have the proper tools to combat food addiction. One bite at a time. One emotion at a time. One trigger at a time. Okay. I love you guys. From my crown to my root chakra. From my root chakra to my crown. And oh yeah, if you guys want to reach me, you, you know y'all can reach me on Facebook at Sabrina Smith. You can reach me on Instagram at Queen Brenda CEO. You can reach me at on uh, TikTok. I love TikTok, y'all. Reach me on TikTok at Queen Brenda CEO. If you got my number, call me, text me. Uh, other than that, I don't know what you're gonna do. Okay. I love you guys. I'm gonna say it a thousand times. May you fly higher than the galaxy, different than loving light. Let's go. Share, 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 y'all. If you would like to leave a donation or support my podcast station, you can always do that um, on the main page um, before you get on the app. Section to do that. You can always hit my cash app at uh, money sign S H A B S N Y T H. Love y'all. Talk to y'all soon. Next Thursday. Oh, wait. Hold on, y'all. I'm tripping. Look at me. We got to pick another topic. Real fast. New cards, y'all. If I use my mental health card that I have. Let me hurry up. I'm sorry, this might be okay, what topic should we do next? Okay. Next is avoidance. So the next topic we're gonna talk about is avoidance. This, okay? Talk to you later about this thing. Bye.